cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, I'm Em, and that's Autumn. Hi, that's me. It's you. Uh, It's Batman. It's we Batman. Don't have, we don't have, did you read any Batman comics? I assume not, I did not. No, um... I have a funny story, which is that Nora and I started watching um, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, the 2003 movie, um, which does feature the guy who plays Batman in Titans. But after about uh, 30 minutes, Nora was like, hey, do you want to watch Day of the Dead instead? And that was a considerable upgrade. But now I'm a little peeved because I can't talk about that guy in that movie very much. <laughs> um, the original Tomb Raider movie is pretty good. I it's pretty. Uh, I enjoyed the first thirty minutes quite a bit. So. Second one much worse. Still not. That's like a famously derided movie. No one remembers it now. But uh, I thought it was okay. Um, I didn't watch the reboot with uh, that one lady because it was based on the game I really fucking hated. I feel like everybody complained about video game movies back in those days, but like, I don't know. This doesn't seem that different from any other movie that was coming out contemporary. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's middling, but so so it's a nineties action movie. Is it nineties? I think it's like two thousand one, but it okay. is nineties in spirit. You know? Yeah. Um, there's stuff in there. There's some weird stuff in there, and there's some good stuff in there. And uh, is that the one with um is Daniel Craig in that movie? If I Daniel Craig does show up in that movie yes. doing an American accent that's yeah. awful. Yeah, this is before he <laughs> mattered at all. So <laughs> he's so young in that movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, I didn't do anything Batman related other than um, we uh, made a choice. We did. Uh, I figured so, we were doing this at the end, but let's do it at the start. No, let's just do it now. Um, yeah. Moving forward, because we, we're we going to talk about when we talk about this episode, um, we really just want to get to the fucking Superman and Justice League shows. Um, yeah. <laughs> we are going to be taking on two episodes at a time. I assume the yeah. podcast will continue to be haphazardly released, like always. Um, but uh, when we do show up, it'll be two episodes. And that means a little bit of fudging, because I don't want to split up two parters. We'll just do two parters, like one an episode, right? Um, yeah. But that's fine. Because when we get to Justice League, we're going to be covering, like, fucking two and three parters all the time, because the first two seasons are all serialized like that. Right, yeah. So uh, we'll let you know. But that means that next week, next time, whatever, who knows, we'll be covering the mechanic <laughs> and Harley and Ivy, which um, we're yeah. excited to finally watch. Yes. One, I'm I'm glad we're doing this because it means we get to Harley and Ivy quicker. And yes. yeah, I just my heart is more in Justice League right now. Well, like like you said, we'll talk about it with this episode. This episode feels like Justice League intruding on Batman the Animated Series in a weird way. Um, and I like that show better, maybe. So <laughs> let's just get there as soon as we can. Yeah. Um. Anyway, do you want to get to the episode? Yeah, let's. All right. So our episode this week is Atana, the 54th episode. This uh, 
was written by Paul Dini, directed by Dick Seabass and Dan Reba, uh, directed by Donging Animation Code Limited, uh, with Spectrum doing layout. Uh, this aired February 2nd, 1993. Autumn, what happens in this episode? Nothing. All right. Oh, next. That's true. <laughs> okay. So Bruce and Alfred are in the audience for um, a performance of Zatanna, who is uh, in this iteration just a like Vegas musician type or magician type. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas musician type. <laughs> um, Bruce remembers his uh, sordid past, uh, learning to be an escape artist under Zatara, Zatanna's mentor. Um, and definitely given Zatanna that good dick back in the day, uh, before he mysteriously, uh, leaves to go to Japan one day. Um, and now it's been many years past and, uh, he feels bad about it, but you know, he's not going to like reconnect with her anyway. She gets taken in by the police because she's being framed for a robbery. Um, Batman is like, well, we can't let this lady I'm hot for get arrested. Um, and Alfred says, also, you shouldn't let, you know, a friend get arrested. But yeah, that thing, too. Um, and so Batman helps Satana out and is definitely like, oh, uh, we've never met. Uh, I just saw you perform uh, and, and your father one time when I was a kid. But oh, we've never met. Um, and they solve the crime. And eventually Satana figures out, oh, it's Bruce. And they they have a little nice moment where they're like. Our lives are going down different paths, but it was nice to see you again. Um, catch you later. Uh, and then this version of Zatanna will never show up again in the DCAU because when she does, it's just a different fucking character. But we'll get there. <laughs> we will get there. That's correct. The crime doesn't matter at all. The... <laughs> um, you're not. I mean, here's the, the crime is ridiculous because there's like a, a fucking like rich skeptic guy who's like, yeah. I debunk this magic through science. Who's like, it's a whole challenge to prove like if he can figure out how the magicians done, like done the thing, then whatever. But if they trick him, he gives them a bunch of money. Right. Right. Um, and um, it's ridiculous. Why? Okay. Well, mm-hmm, setting aside mm-hmm. the part that Zatanna and Zatara are like some of the most magical characters in the DC universe where like they literally have magical superpowers. Yeah. Um, why? One, why did Bruce <laughs> train under a, like a fucking stage magician? To, to learn to be an escape artist. There's probably better ways to do that if you're Bruce Wayne, honestly. <laughs> like, for example, joining the League of Assassins or <laughs> any of the other training we've seen him do in the show. Um, we've not seen him. He does. He does not join the League of Assassins. That doesn't happen in the show. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, I guess that's true. Yeah, um, we're about to get the League in like a couple weeks, and uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, they're a whole different. They're not. Um, you know, there's no Batman Begins in this, right? Um, <laughs> uh, and two, um, Bruce Wayne is like the most like bah humbug man in the world. Why is he going to see Zatanna perform? His whole deal is that he doesn't have nostalgia for these sorts of things like he would be like, oh, I remember you, Zatanna. We hooked up when I wore a tank top all the time and it was gross and weird. (laughs) So, like, on the one hand, this is really I thought this was really good because I think Kevin Conroy really sells it. Like, I think he does a good performance of, like, wistful Bruce Wayne. Yes. Um But, yeah, we've never seen Bruce Wayne be wistful in this show. And when you... Like, combine that with the fact that um, Zatanna is extremely, like, Bruce Le- Bruce Tim loves legs, and he's going to draw some fucking legs today. 
Uh, it just makes Batman seem mega horny this whole episode. <laughs> Especially since, like, the flashbacks all have him in, like... I don't even know what the vibe is like. It's like it's, it's like early Brando kind of shit, right? Like, yeah, he's just, it's just fucky in like a Hollywood way. <laughs> yeah, and he's like thinner, but he's still kind of built. It's kind of hard to describe. Bruce Wayne, as we know him, is a very square gentleman, and like young Bruce Wayne, as we see him here, is more triangular, and he's wearing a tank top all the time, and um, he's definitely like. Hanging out with Zatara and then being like, I'm going to fuck your daughter later. But, well, like, you... Zatara just seems chill with that. It's weird. It's a weird Z- vibe. Zatanna's also, like, a farmer's daughter ingenue in the flashback. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> She's so... Oh, gee willikers, Batman... Or Bruce, you know... Uh, John Smith. Uh, Excuse me, John Smith. John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is weird because, like... My introduction to Zatanna is from some comics where she's, like, hanging out with John Constantine, and they have, like, exes who still hook up some time energy, and they're both, like, con artists. And yes. so, as much as the magic, I think of Zatanna as, like, always trying to get one over on somebody. That's interesting, because and... that's not my perception of Zatanna at all, but... <laughs> but, like, then you just see, uh, see her here, and she's mm-hmm. just... Yeah, like a farmer's daughter. It's weird. It's a in, weird vibe. In, in the flashback, in the modern day, she has this whole like working woman, like, oh, I, you know, I got to take off these high heels someday. And I, I just am sick of everyone doubting my stage magic. It's just good stage magic. Why does everyone think it's got to be some big deal? You know, I just do some illusions. I'm just a lady in the world. Uh, she's definitely got a fucking YouTube channel selling her like trick book or whatever, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely has this like uh, like working hustling magician vibe that is just like so weird. Like that kind of like carny energy mm-hmm. just hasn't been in this show ever. Well, and then you you mix that with weird asshole with an evil guy goatee whose whole gimmick is trying to like mildly harass Zatanna, and you're like, why is this his deal? Why is his deal? trying to debunk magic. I don't think she's up there saying, I do real-life sorcery. She's up there, like, doing card tricks and shit. Of course it's illusions. Of course you can debunk it, jackass. That's not the point. We're all here to, like, be entertained. What's your fucking problem? And I don't understand why he's got, like, he's so intensely, like, over-the-top evil in the same way that, like, Count Vertigo was, or whatever. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, just like evil goatee, the, the evil guy square build that's different from the good guy Bruce Wayne build. Um, it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, it's just really weird. Also, she just, uh, Zatanna to me, much like Black Canary is like defined as like, oh, she's the fishnets lady. (laughs) She doesn't have them in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. She's just, it's all bare legs down there. Bruce, Bruce Tim is on one in this episode. (laughs) Um, Well, um, worth noting, um, Paul Dini, uh, Uh who uh, went on, he like wrote this episode and goes on and writes uh, the other, every other episode was Zatanna, the two others in like Justice League or whatever. Um, Mm. Married a magician named Misty Lee, who just looks like Zatanna in real life. Oh Um, my God. Did you not know about this? No. (laughs) I'm opening a new tab right now. Misty Lee, you said? Yes. Okay. 
Oh my god. <laughs> yes. This man has chosen his path. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really is like, oh, th this man was just incredibly horny for this particular type of woman and found her in real life after like, well, after this show happened. But like, damn, dude, it's so funny because um, I've been listening to a bunch of a more civilized age this week. And yeah. um, periodically on that show, you'll get episodes written by Dini and um, R Rob on that show in particular is like, oh, yeah, Dini, he's like a master of like screenwriting for um you know the sort of children's television show he cuts his teeth on bat like rob zachney on that show talks up paul dini so much and then when you actually go back and watch <laughs> batman the animated series it's just like i put all my fetishes on the screen you know, uh, you know having heard paul dini talk he has a zachnean quality to him <laughs> So it does not surprise me at all that Rob's like, no, this is the fucking guy. <laughs> um, oh, apparently Misty Lee has done uh, voice work as Leia in some various animation things. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, oh, I should, I guess I should address like why I mentioned like this reminds me so much of um, Justice League, and it's specifically because of like. Kevin, like, Kevin Conroy's performance, I think, is really good in this episode, doing the wistful Batman thing that we haven't heard before, that I just... happens more and beyond, you know? Mm -hmm. And happens yeah. more as this universe, like, develops into a wider thing than it is now, you know? Yeah. I think of Justice League Batman, who's very, like, underwritten on purpose, because they already had a whole show about him. So when yeah. he does come in, he's either very grave or very sad or both. <laughs> yes, yes. And, like, you have Kevin Conroy, who can, like sell that entire story arc with like six lines so that yes. you can actually focus on everybody else in the show. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just really weird. Uh, cause it's not in my percent. Like my vision of this Bruce Wayne is so much of like, he's just an arrested child. Who's like still living out his trauma. Right. Um, yeah, I think of the little boy who's watching Grey Ghost, right? I don't think of uh, he wore, you know, learning how to escape from ropes and uh, fucking the magician's daughter, right? Like, it's just so out of my perception of what this Bruce Wayne's about. Um, yeah, our, our previous, like, flashbacks to this era of Bruce Wayne's life have all been, like, the stuff in, of him in Japan, which is so different than this, you yeah. know? Um, like, I think there's, like, a woman he's, like, sort of flirty with uh, during those Japan flashbacks, if I'm remembering right, but it's not, like... I it's not fucking. No, it's the way just this it's just is. it's just the it's just the lady from the present day. I don't think that's oh, the flashback yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It is. It is really weird to see him like this. Um. I wish there was more with this like, uh, this, this like conniving skeptic guy. I think he's like kind of funny. I think he's like good in these episodes. <laughs> in I episode. think so too. I wish there was more of him like Batman. You and me are like kind of the same person. We're like out here trying to use our like power. The problem is he doesn't know about Bruce Wayne, but he's like a rich guy who's used his money to try to like do good in like a very like Reddit atheist way. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, did get, I did get a kick out of he hides a, a mirror behind the giant penny. Yes. Um, and Batman immediately clocks it, which does just make me think like, Bruce, do you have something you're doing with your giant penny in the cave? Have you, like, thought about ways you could use your giant penny for, like, crime fighting? Is that why you immediately clocked this? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. 
His is not. His is just a giant penny, if I remember correctly, because they just yeah, try I think so. drop it on him or kill him with it. Yeah. Um, how, why are people getting giant novelty coins so regularly? I feel like this is a, not a thing that exists in real life, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> There's like six in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't think this should, much like when we started, we were like, I don't think this show knows how like government works. I don't think they know what a mint does. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, oh, a mint is like a big bank. It's like, the, it's like a deluxe bank. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not a mint at all. <laughs> it's a big bank for your big money, by which we mean giant pennies. A mint's like a, a newspaper press, right? Like it's, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous, um, but it's fun. I always love when the show is like that. Um, also, Zatanna clearly clocks that Batman is Jon Snow, but doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is, apparently. That's the no. funny part. <laughs> I've never she, heard of. Yeah, she's never watched the TV and go, oh, that's the guy I was fucking like 10 years ago. Damn. Damn, I'm a little, I'm a little pissed off because every time I see him on TV, he's got like six women on his arms. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Um, no idea, but does immediately know that Batman is him, <laughs> which is pretty good. I do like that. Not a, a, not, not a problem there. Yeah. I do like the bit where he, he Batman fishes for her marital status as he like rescues oh her. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, are you all right? She's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. He's like, does anyone need to call like a friend or relative? Maybe you've got a, a Mr. Zatanna. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm a stage magician. I'm fucking busy. She she immediately sees like why is Batman trying to hit on me? <laughs> like she knows what's happening here, and she's like, "Is this Batman's deal? Like that he just like fights crime, quote unquote, to like help single women? Like what's going on?" Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the other, even before that, she says something like, "Why are you helping me of all people? <laughs> like I'm just some magician." Like it. it... Yeah. Yeah. Um, the maybe the most Paul Dini line in the entire bit where is where Zatanna asks why Batman's helping her. She's like, "Why do you care about some leggy Damon nylons?" Or I answer my own question. I'm like, <laughs> "Red red alerts <laughs> happening across the writers' room." <laughs> and specifically as she says that line, it like zooms in on her like perfectly done lipstick and like yes. her like you know cat's eye makeup, the whole nine yards. And it's just like Jesus Christ, guys. <laughs> It's really funny because she looks like every other woman in the show. (laughs) It's so fucking funny. (laughs) They're all the same. It doesn't matter. Ivy and Harley are just this woman with different haircuts. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Uh, Ivy's got slightly different eyes. She's got like, uh, like very specific, like kind of like a pixie face in a way that's really deliberate. But yeah, this could be any other woman. Yes. This could be uh, Barbara Gordon. Yes. <laughs> like... oh, don't worry. It will be. <laughs> Unfortunately, it will be. <laughs> Batman Beyond coming soon. <laughs> oh, that shit happens before Batman Beyond. We got to do that on this show. I know. Oh. Uh... Um, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, we're done here. Uh, so next week, as I said, we'll be recording The Mechanic and Harley and Ivy, so look forward to that. I remember one of those episodes being way better than the other. Uh, I remember liking the comic adaptation of one of those episodes way better than the animated version. I'll be interested to see if I'm wrong about that. Mm-hmm. haven't seen the animated version in a long time, so. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, we get a very good uh, we get a very good guest voice next episode. Actually, two of them. Oh, yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. Um and uh yeah so i think that's everything um plugs 
Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at autumnal. You can go to exportaud.io. That'll take you to the Patreon page for all our podcasts that we do. $1 a month gets you early access to a bunch of stuff. Uh, $5 a month gets you access to um, uh, uh, Brain Freeze, Poptown Funk, and uh, an extra episode each month of Coffee and Comic Books, um, which I imagine probably has pretty good crossover audience with this show. Uh, if you like comic books and you want to actually hear us talk about comic books every week, uh, go check that out. Rick is way smarter than me about comic books and has really just like been bringing it to these episodes, so I'm really enjoying that show so far. Um, oh, and also, uh, Nora and I, mostly Nora, started a new podcast called Pardon My Franchise. You can go to exportaudio slash franchise to learn about that. So, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at EM underscore Bing. I'm at co-host at EM dash Bing. Uh, you can find most of my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. You should check out Around Long Fire, where me and uh, Neve from all the export podcasts that Neve is on talk about Icelandic sagas every week. It's pretty good. I feel like we're starting to really find a groove there. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm an episode behind, I think, but I'm really enjoying what oh, I've heard. So. God damn it. <laughs> you listen to the VoIP we did. That's what matters. I listen to the VoIP. And, um, so I've been in an old podcast hole. I've been listening to the Turn A Gundam episodes of GGP. I've been oh, listening to... Those are pretty good. Those might be, those might, those might be a little bit better than uh, where Longfire's at right now, you know? Those are really fucking good episodes. I'm, I'm annoyed because, uh, I've caught up to where I've watched in the show, so I have to, like, not listen to the podcast for a couple days before, until I watch the show more. Yeah, it's um, really rude that those are probably the best podcast episodes I will ever get to make. <laughs> um, I'm hoping I did not peak with Turn A Gundam. It's like the perfect combination of we had Austin on. The Pokemon segments are fucking fire. They're better than anything else. Also, we're watching one of the best anime ever made. Um, yeah, I don't remember what our backup show was. Is that when we did Planetes? That was fucking you did. Bad. You did Big O at least as far oh, as I've Big gotten. O. Big O for the first half. That's good. Big O's great. And then we watched Planetes, and Planetes fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> Apologies to any Planetas fans in the audience. Uh, we, you know, you can listen to me talk about it at length about why it's bad. Um, Olives are small in life. <laughs> it, no, the intonation is absolutely olives are small in life, uh, is how Austin would say. The, the, the life is it, the thing that's hit really hard. I can I can hear it in my head. Yes. it's weird to me every time I remember that wasn't actually a thing on a the thing podcast. That anyone said, yeah, no, this is uh it's it's Jackson's most cursed tweet because it genuinely manufactures a reality uh, that could exist. <laughs> the voices are so perfect. Um, but um, um, I could I I wish I had Austin guessing Pokemon every week because uh, just call out, him in and then he's talk, like, we, I didn't watch the anime. But we originally thought about doing it and it was just too hard to schedule and it was weird. We just decided it wasn't worth the effort. Um, yeah, there was a there was a point in time where we talked because the thing is, it's a good warm up for the episode. So we'd have to do it every week. But then like scheduling Austin to come on and record for like literally five minutes every week is outrageous. That's too much work. <laughs> the only way it would work is if you batch record them. But then it doesn't work for what it actually represents for the podcast, which is us. Right. Just like getting warmed up before we start. Yeah. Yeah. So we just let it go, you know? Yeah. Alas. There's nothing worse than like bending over backwards to prolong a bit longer than it should go. Um, yeah. 
And Absolutely. so we just, we just let it go. It's fine. Bits are easy. Like we're in a weird period now where Jack now Jackson's just come out of the Pokemon hole. So they've no, they they've played all the Pokemon games, but have retained very spottily the Pokemon. Um, so I, I just think they're going to know what like a fucking uh, like Mighty Yenna is. And they don't. And I'm like, well, how'd you not remember this? <laughs> by the, by the time, like, like 10 episodes into Seed Destiny Jackson will have forgotten every Pokemon they've ever known, so it'll be fine. Yeah, no, it'll be back to where you were before the Pokemon hole. It'll be like legendaries and and starters they'll know. Only the stars they pick, though, not the other ones. (laughs) And that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're going to know a fucking Deoxys, right? Like, but that's uh, that's it. Pretty soon you're going to be in Gen 3 and like every single week. We're in Gen 3. Oh, yeah, you are. Because I remember we just started Gen 3 like 10 weeks ago. So, yeah, yeah. Because, like, <clears throat> yeah, for as long as you're in Gen 3, I'm going to be sitting there being like, it's fucking Mighty Anna. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but as soon as you get out of Gen 3, I'm never going to know another Pokemon again. Mine, um, I mean, I've played everything but the most recent Gen, but um, after 4 is when I really, like, I knew everything through 4, like, back of my hand. After that, it's not, nah, I, I'm I'm as blind as Jackson is, basically. I, Maybe I a little briefly... better than Jackson, but... <laughs> I briefly considered this year when Jackson was in the Pokemon hole getting in there myself, but then I was yeah. like, I'd rather just, like, I want to wait for that Dragon Quest three remake to come out and then just play every Dragon Quest game going forward. Because I've played the first two, and now once three comes out, I'll just play the rest of them, you know? That's the hole I'm, I'd rather get in. I am so, yeah, it, I, my whole Dragon Quest thing is fucking stalled because that three thing has just not been, like, announced anything, you know? I would, it's like, so some annoying. Guidance. Yes. And if there was a better, like, if there was a better translation of the Super Famicom version, or if I liked the vibe of the NES version better, or something. If the if there Switch was, version didn't look like shit, yeah. If the Switch version didn't look like shit, exactly. Yeah. I could just do that. But, yeah. like, genuinely, like, what we've seen of the 3 remake looks really fucking good. So yes. I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. Like... It's ugh. the one I, like, I have other ones. Like, I have 6 and 7 and 8 and 11. But and three, but I'm most excited for three, so I just I'll just wait. I don't want to like burn my Dragon Quest like energy, and then they're gonna announce that it coming out soon. I'm like fuck. Well, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Um. I, I there's a there's a slim chance that I end up playing eight sometime before the three remake comes out because I have like weird nostalgia for eight where like I saw a bunch of ads for it on Toonami back in the day, mm-hmm. and I rented it from Blockbuster one time, but I didn't know what an RPG was really, and so I like brought it back after a week of making no progress you know you should um, play a five if you have not played five i i put it on the steam deck and i booted it up and i spent too much time trying to fiddle with okay do i want the screens on top of each other uh, i want a, like a one pixel gap between the two screens and then by the time i did all that i was like oh right i have to go do chores and like dishes and shit i don't actually have time to sink my teeth into an rpg today <laughs> Uh, Drangus 5 is fucking good. I'm like three and five are the ones that like Japan has the most nostalgia for. And, um, I, 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 I understand why with five and I'm hoping three is just as good. Cause man, fucking great game. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're here talking about games and you're not even a gamer. <laughs> so I guess we should probably wrap this up. 
Yeah. Uh, this podcast is out on most Mondays. Uh, you can get it a week early at exportaud.io for a dollar. You get a bunch of other podcasts early also, but you should give them $5. Like, really, let's be real. You get good. Let's you be get, real. You get, uh, you know, you get Pop Town Funk. You get uh, extra episodes of Coffee and Comics. I, you are already on a schedule. Where I'm like, I'm never going to catch up. And it's a shame because everything you've read is sounds fucking cool as hell. I'm like really <laughs> mad about it. I'm like, I don't have time for this. I'm, I'm annoyed because like, we started the podcast and I feel like in two months, I'm going to be like in the rhythm where I'm like reading comic books, both for the podcast and not. Mm -hmm. But right now, all I'm reading basically is for the show. And I'm like annoyed at myself that I'm not reading more. So like, I'm glad to hear that other people are like, Oh, that shit sounds cool that you're reading. Cause to me, I'm just noticing all the things I'm not reading. <laughs> yeah. So, Anyway, that's everything. Um, yeah. Until next time, Batman. Batman. Batman.